This, this is SWBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Check this out. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And by SWBC Mortgage. Customized solutions to help you meet your personal and business goals. Visit SWBC.com. Now, your host, Shannon Gross. Welcome to the show, and have we got a show to close out the season for you. But before we get to introductions, I would like to give out a very big, heartfelt, I am sorry, apology to all of America, at least to DFW, at least to the 105.3 fan, the listeners that have tuned in into this time slot to hear the nosebleed seats. Zach and Eric, I apologize I lied last week. Our sponsorship department made a liar out of me. They told me that last week was the last time we would do this show for the season. And here we are. Another episode of Crosstalk. So, Zach, Eric, we will get out of your way. This will be absolutely the last episode of Crosstalk. Because you know why? Because the Dallas Cowboys couldn't do what they were supposed to do to keep us on the air for another week. And we will get to that in a minute. But first... I would like to make the introductions. I am Shannon Gross. I will be driving the ship tonight. I have one job, and that's to get in and out of breaks on time because everyone on this show has a plethora of information. We will start with introductions to my right in studio. And if you know anything about the Dallas Cowboys, you know this man has been a staple around here for 80 something years. Mickey Spagnuolo, welcome to the show. Right at here. least Mickey, 80 years. Mickey, how long have you been around the Cowboys? 36 years. 36 years. All right. Not as. Luther Vandross. Matter of fact, I beat the next guy. You did? To the team before he got here. Let's save him for last. Let's go to the other guy that's not in studio. I think Chris beat me, probably. Chris probably beat you, too. Yeah. 1053 The Fan Studios. Texas Radio Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Welcome to the show, Chris. How are you? Great. Glad to be back. And uh, always good to hang out with Mickey and Shannon and Nate. You guys are my boys. And yeah, I, d- I did beat Mickey. I've been covering the Cowboys for 40 years, since 1980. <sighs> the so, prince and of, then, uh, of, of the radio and show. And then to my left, <laughs> to my left, we have someone that sometimes he's my co-host on this show. Sometimes he's... Our special guest, and this is such an important show, we needed to bring an insider in. He's inside the building. He has connections within the Cowboys. He knows what he's talking about. He's probably more connected than any former player when it comes to things that happen in Not this Not Mike Irvin, but anyway. <laughs> well, close. Yeah. Please welcome to the show... Nathaniel Newman Jr. Nate, welcome to the show, Nate. Yeah. How, how long have you been involved with the Cowboys organization? Do we have over 100 years of... Of experience yeah, yeah, here? I, when I came in 86? Yes. Yeah, I came in 86. Let me I do took the, the ma- city by storm. The fattest man in America <laughs> showed up. The kitchen. With the world baddest body. The kitchen. Let me do the math for you. That's 34 years. 34. Uh, all I know is this is Luther, <laughs> that's Prince, and this is Michael. Okay. And where, where's Chris fit in? That's he, he, he's Prince. Call me Prince. Oh, he's Prince. He left me yeah. out. Shannon, oh, I thought but Shannon. No, no, Shannon, Shannon, you're the, you're the MC. So okay. you can be Michael Buffer. You can be Don Cornelius. You can be anybody you want to be. Okay, I'm going to be the guy that tells you to pull your mic up. So the, the Pull your mic you. up, Nate! <laughs> you All right, let's get started. Chris, let's start with you, man. Disappointing season. Typical Cowboys football. 
gave us a little bit of hope right there at the end, sucked us in, let us all believe, you know, on on our show, on Hanging with the Boys on DallasCowboys.com. We all bought in. We all thought they were going to win. We, we thought Washington would win the evening game, but we thought the Cowboys were going to win it, and they just came out flat like they have so many times. Couldn't get it going on offense. Couldn't really do anything until the second half. What's your take on the game? We'll get to the season later. How did you? How did you? How did you walk out of that game watching it at three o'clock? Feeling? I felt like they gave it away early because I think they were a little bit too conservative. I don't know what the deal was, but in the first half, um, let's let's I don't even talk about they didn't create any turnovers. They didn't uh, force any takeaways. Uh, they were settling for field goals. It seemed like earlier in the season. The coaching staff was a little bit more freewheeling. They were taking more chances. Actually, they were gambling a little bit too much sometimes. But in this mm-hmm. game, oh, no. They were ultra conservative, wouldn't go for two points, uh, wouldn't you know challenge that that Pettis touchdown, or say that Pettis catch that wasn't a catch. Put it like this. I'll I put it like this. And I'm not going to dog Mike McCarthy because I actually like the guy a little bit. But there was a guy that texted him. It was a Cowboy fan that texted him. We were doing the post-post game show. And he had the best text. It could have been viral if it was on Twitter. He said, hey, he said, so he won't challenge the Pettis call. He said, he challenged the Dez catch. He screwed the Cowboys twice now, Mike McCarthy. Mickey, I know you've got some thoughts. Don't give them all at once. Just give us a brief brief overview. What would have been worse? Mm. You lose the game or you win the game. And then Washington wins anyway, and right. it doesn't matter. Right. So if they had won the game and had to sit through that Washington-Philadelphia debacle, maybe one of the worst football games I think I've ever seen for a team that's going to win the division, mm-hmm. I would have I I thrown if it, a, a, a statue through the TV set if I was them. <laughs> There is no way. And how about, and we can get to this, see what Joe Judge had to say today? No, I didn't. He said Doug Peterson should be ashamed of himself Mm. for not trying to win that game. Yeah, he puts in the third-string quarterback on a one-score game in the fourth quarter. So what would have been worse? You finish 7-9, and and then you still don't go to the playoffs. So... um, that's how I felt, I think, at about 10.30 at night. Nate, I think I know how – I think I know your answer, which one's worse. You would have liked to see them win the last win. game, right? Uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm all about winning all the time. Uh, the worst thing for me to – you know, these players had worked hard, and my biggest fear was that our offensive line has played fairly well these Thank last you. three or four games. Mm-hmm. And, and my biggest fear was New York had played better competition than us, you know, and they, they were playing on a higher level, even though they lost. And we were getting by pretty bad teams, and we talk about that on our show. And I was fearful that Leonard William and those guys and, and the uh, Blake Martinez's of the world would come in and have a nice game. Mm-hmm. And they had a nice game. And so uh, – but – I, 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 winning. That's that's the only thing 
that I know that's the only thing that I want. And, and, and I don't care about Washington. I don't care about Philadelphia. I care about the Dallas Cowboys trying to always put their best foot forward. Mick, was there a bright spot for you in the game? Uh, well said. I got one. <laughs> I actually got one. The punter? No, no. The kicker? Dalton, Dalton Schultz was, again, a very good tight end. Yep. He's been the surprise of the entire season to me because I'm serious. I'm just like everybody else. I thought all he could do was block. And I thought when uh, when uh, Blake Jarwin went down, oh, oh, they're going to have to make a trade. They're going to have to find somebody to add some tight end depth. But lo and behold, Dal- uh, uh, Dalton Schultz got hands. And he can make plays. And he, I thought he had a really nice game in spite of the fact that they lost. Yeah, 10, 10 targets, 7 catches. I mean, when you look at the stat sheet, the thing that jumps out is your kicker did really good. Your punter did really good. Your, your tight end had more targets and receptions than your three receivers that can be number ones on any other but team. But that was, you know, Shan, that and, was directly linked to the offensive line play. Yeah. And your quarterback wasn't sharp in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had more rushing yards yeah. than your than your running backs. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna say, and how come? You know, and I'm gonna say this. He's right running here, for man. his life, right? You know, and I've been saying this for years. If you draft a guy, especially a defensive guy, and he shows any type of ability, you have to give him opportunity. Donovan Wilson. Yeah, buddy. Where? Why? You know, and there's no logical reason. You, you as a coach, you can't give me a logical reason why he hasn't played. Now, maybe Coach McCarthy and Mike Nolan can, but that last group that left out of here, you can't give me that reason because the defense was even simpler. It was even more simpler. So uh, that was a bright spot. Donovan Wilson, uh, Gallimore. I'm so glad he got a chance to play. You've been uh, you've been you've yeah. been on that train since the beginning it, of the it, year. It, 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 once I realized, and I thought I owe Mickey an apology because I I, I told people I can't wait after the season so me and Ontario Polk can split a pork chop sandwich, <laughs> a fried pork chop sandwich, and Mickey pulled me to the side not once, about four or five times. This dude can't play, man. Hey, Nate, all he did was play patty cake. Yes, patty sir. Cake, patty cake, Baker's man. That's you all know what? And, 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 and my point on him, and they wasted a lot of snaps on that guy, is you were supposed to kneel during the national anthem, not during 60 minutes of the game. <laughs> Shots fired. Mm. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's a good one. Mick's a Democrat too, so don't don't. <laughs> He's a Democrat. Huh? <laughs> don't 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 attack Mick, please. And then the other thing they did in training camp is they wasted all those training camp snaps on Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they finally got smart there. Yeah. Nate, I, I, any, any bright spot for you? I know. You, oh man, I'm Donovan Wilson, Gallimore. Uh, mm-hmm. I was glad to see that uh, Antoine Woods found his way. I was glad to yes. see that uh, Tyrone Crawford started to get a grip. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, Tank, uh, he started to find himself. And so. Can I we, say something about Tank real quick? Yes, sir. Go ahead on, man. I got an answer for all the Tank critics out there that count his sacks, right? They're, hey, he didn't have a good season. He didn't, count, he didn't have double digit sacks. He would have more sacks if the Cowboys had a better run defense. If you're an offensive coordinator and you're double teaming Tank every game, why would you stop running the ball? if the Cowboys' defense is giving up the run. In other words, 
the quarterbacks aren't passing that much against the Cowboys. If they were in, you know, passing uh, downs, then Tank might have more sacks. As the great teams always say, earn the right to rush the passer. And we used to, and what they're simply saying is stop the run. Thank run you. Run first. So it's amazing. I see a lot of bright spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and offensively, man, I was telling Shannon, if we could just keep everybody on offense, just keep everybody on offense, we got going to have the most depth in any offensive line. Mm-hmm. And, Next year, we're going to have the most depth at tight end than anybody next year. We're going to have the best wide receiving core because I still don't think anybody can stop those guys. I think yesterday they would have lit them guys up if Dalton would have been sharper and our offensive line would have played better. I still believe in Zeke. You know what Tony Pollard can do as a pass catcher coming out of it. So if we can just lead the offensive line, and please, I don't want to hear, well, you know we're not players in free agency. Go out and find Yes. The biggest, greasiest, in shape one technique. <laughs> yeah. In shape one technique. Yeah, a one technique. Well, with you a know big what? I ain't even worried about in shape because I think that's giving him an excuse. He just didn't want to play. No, I agree. I agree. But <laughs> let's at least have the next big, fat, greasy, pork yes. chop slapping. Kyle right. Green eating dude in shape. She that's saw right. what happened to all these big guys in, in free agency everybody wanted, right? The other guy was Snack Harrison. He finally got released. He asked for a release, though, didn't he? Yeah, so he did. Well, on to, to who, who was he going to move on to? I, I don't know. Because he's probably sitting at home right now. I, I just believe this right here. Be in careful Dallas. of the names. You're one or two guys away. And, and Chris, and I want to ask y'all this, man. Uh-huh. And I asked this on our show today, Shannon. Are we, and think about it, are we four and five players away on defense. And I'm not talking about having a great defense. If we had a defense that can continue to get turnovers and that can get teams off the field more like KC does, Kansas City defense is not great. But they, they offense plays such a big, integral part in what they do. Today. If they just do anything right, it scores on the other end. So yeah. how far away are we? Think th- about it. Think about it. Let's take a break. Think, put some thought into it. Yeah. Chris, we'll go to you first when we come back. Because he's gonna, chomping at a bit. Look he is. And we're going to see if we can cheer Mickey up a little bit. Yeah, Mickey just coming in with a grumpy face. Man, today. I call him he's upset. Man. He's upset. The Cowboys are out. He, he, his, his football season is over. We're going to see if we can cheer Mickey up. Tune in to see how we do that. We will be back. You're listening to Cowboys Crosstown on the Dallas right? Cowboys Radio Network.
SWBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Yeah, check this out. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Welcome back to the show. Shannon Gross alongside Nate Newton, Mickey Spagnola, and coming live from 105.3 The Fan Studios, Chris Arnold. Got you down. And Chris, did you know that at SWBC, they have customized solutions for individuals and businesses, and they're just a click away? Wow. Yes, Chris, not right now, but after the show, visit SWBC.com to learn more, and you can start your next adventure. Nate did it last week on the show. Wait till after the show. Be respectful, but just go check it out. I sure will. We tried to cheer Mickey up during the break. I don't think it worked, so we'll try again in the next break. He's still, he's, he got a little smile out of him, but he's still grumpy Mickey. <laughs> um, but Nate had a question before we went to break. So re, ask that question again, Nate, because now we've all had time to think about I, it. I believe that our offense can be so great, especially if the coordinator can get in tune with trying to uh, control games like he did before this New York Giants. He was doing a great job, I think, of controlling games and setting tempo. Uh, but my question is, how far away is our defense? Uh, because if if you, I think if you get the right players that care about stopping the run, I think this thing could change. But maybe I'm a little optimistic. Is it a one year deal, a two year fix? Uh, we just, I'm just, you know, in the wind with it. No, I think you're right, and I think the offense is set. I think, uh, you know. Everybody gave the Cowboys an A or an A minus on the draft last 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 spring, especially when they grabbed CD Lamb. Remember that wasn't the game plan. The game plan was to go defense. Yeah, but you cannot pass that guy by, and I'm so glad they got him. At the same time, they still have to fix the defense. I thought the offense last season, if all of them were healthy, if if Lyle Collins were healthy, if Zach Martin were healthy, if Tyron Smith were healthy, if Dak Prescott was healthy, that the offense would carry the defense. Well, the offense was injured, and so they could not carry a raggedy defense that was switching their, their style of play in the middle of a pandemic. I think they learned how to play that different defense, you know, right after Thanksgiving because it started gelling, and you started seeing some young guys, like you said, Donovan Wilson, those guys showing up, and you say, okay, this year when we draft, we don't have to get a bunch of safeties. We got one going for sure, and we'll get some more. I don't like the Cowboys' philosophy of not paying – this one position group, the secondary, they don't pay them anymore. They Brandon Carr was the last one to get paid. So they always draft the secondary. I don't like that. You should have kept Byron Jones before he became a free agent. You should have made some kind of deal with him. But they don't believe in that. So I think they're going to lose some of the secondary again this year, and they're going to have to draft well in the secondary. But, Nate, you nailed it earlier. Give me a big butt run stuffing one technique in the middle. I don't care how you find him. And, by the way, I don't also like their philosophy. Now, they used to throw the, the – they used to money whip all these free agents, you know, in the free agency period. Now they just wait. They just kind of sit back and look for bargains. I don't like the fact that they're idle – the first week of free agency. Get you a guy that you know you can pay. You can always, I mean, you can do that if you're smart about it. I think they're going to have some help with that inside and that interior defensive line because, uh, Mickey, you probably know this better than anybody. Shannon, you might know this well. I think they're going to try to bring back Gerald McCoy, which I'm in favor of. Now, he's not a D1. I mean, he's not a one technique, but he's a, definitely a leader on the defensive line. He plays the middle. So I think you're right. Three or four players away. I think your special teams are much better. 
And I think the offense, leave it alone. Though I would not worry about anything about the offense. Focus on the defense and actually spend some money. They should have they should have figured out how to get Jamal Adams here. They didn't do it. So who's the backup offensive tackle? We got him. Who? The, the, the guy that nobody likes, Steele, or either uh, yeah, Steele, and then we got uh God's, now now we got all world Zach Martin that can do God, all of it. God save us. I mean, you know what, what? What? Look, what but killed them this th- year, Nate? Th- they didn't have this backup quality to to handle the injuries. In the league, has backup. How about quality. just one? Your, th- what what decides our offensive line? And I and I'm gonna keep preaching this. What decides the offensive line is Coach Philbin has done a hell of a job. That is what decides the offensive line. When, still. Virtually okay, we didn't play against no great defenses. I granted, we didn't, but the guy held his own. <clears throat> yeah, the last month he sure did. Yeah, he, earlier he, on he, he was getting people killed. Well, did, did you guys watch the game yesterday? Yeah, he got beat up yesterday. Yes, but everybody on the offensive line got beat up. Yes, everybody. So both what I'm tackles. Is, if, 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 we don't know. You know what? I just what what we're saying is. We have great depth. Still can fill in for a game or two. Uh, Zach Martin can swing out now. We got a right guard. We we, we got Lyle coming back. Now, if, I, if you're telling me that none of these guys are, are coming back, well, guess what, man? Get ready for another four and whatever. Another If, if none of these guys are coming back and going to stay up. So now we might as well just, you know what? Hey, fellas, let's just start drafting our offense. But you got to believe that some of these guys are going to stay healthy. And if, and if our offensive defense, if our offense, if coordinator and offensive line coach cannot scheme around one backup guy. Yeah. Oh, doing? no, I understand. Because he was having to scheme uh, over four backup it, guys. Right. So and it, one guy was the backup to the backup. If we, I'm telling you, we're looking at a different deal. Even if, say, Zach Martin when the guy hurt. We're looking at a totally different right. offensive line. Exactly. That's one guy. Okay, let's say Lyle you get come two back. Two more guys back. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say if Lyle, I ain't talking about the left tackle don't even have to show up. When you when, when I I am a proven fact that through hard work, dedication, film study, and working together, that you can be. A good offensive line. And in this today's NFL, the way they spread things out, the way they can control things, you have a chance. The problem with the Dallas Cowboys for the last 10 years has been defense, Mm -hmm. defense, defense. And you don't need a great defense. You just need players that are willing to be in their gaps. If you get me 15 Blake Martinez's, I'm, I'm in business. I'm in business. We don't. We didn't have not one Blake Martinez this year, until my man Donovan Wilson showed up. You didn't like Randy Gregory. Okay, y'all. I love Randy Gregory, <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you something. He got some demons. Yeah. Oh, I and understand. In the NFL, I understand. The NFL has released a few of those demons by not by by relaxing a couple of policies. But this this all season. It's big for Randy Gregory. If Randy Gregory can make it back, I talked to his father when he first came to the league, saying, Nate, you've always said great things about my son because I hated the league. 
because of how they did this kid. They knew he had a, a mental problem. Right. They knew, and they treated him bad. Right. Okay, now they're saying, okay, Gregory, we're not going to treat you bad, but don't take this to the next level. So now we got to hope that Randy can say, okay, I'm here. I'm back. I'm not going to take this to the next level. The league is working with us for a change. So I like what Randy Gregory has done. But just like Alden Smith, yeah, I you want him back, it. right? I got to see it. You I want Alden Smith? You want him back? Alden Smith. Alden. Uh, no. No? No. I want Randy Gregory back. Can't you get – well, he's back. And I want uh, 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 Tank Lawrence back. Mm -hmm. I want Gallimore back. Yep. I, All I right, so you just yeah. need one guy. I need one guy. Okay. Yeah. And then – you know, everybody, be Antoine Woods. Everybody, be Antoine Woods. everybody picks on the secondary, it seems like. I don't. But the problem is the front seven. That's the problem. Because when you give up that many rushing yards, they were like, I think, I figured out it was less than 70 yards away from setting the franchise high for most yards rushing by an opponent. Yeah. And that's probably was when I when I played, we gave that up when no, I No, it was 2010. It. it was after oh, you. Okay. <laughs> we were bad. We Jim and them with Jim and them for so, <laughs> so so to me, yeah, a stud in the middle. You need you need some more linebackers. If if he'll ever play more than two linebackers. Cuz I'm tired of seeing nickel defense against two tight end offense. Mm -hmm. Did you see what Jason Garrett did to that nickel defense mm -hmm. yeah, with yeah. his two tight end yeah. offense? Mm -hmm. Sometimes three, too, right? Mm -hmm. So if you can't stop the run, the secondary is insignificant unless you're going to get a guy that you're going to play in the nickel as a linebacker. Because did you see the Atlanta, one play? Atlanta got a nice hybrid linebacker. Did you see, did you see, the, did you see, did you see the one play where they had poor uh, uh, Woods? Xavier Woods playing linebacker, and yeah. that guard pulled. Yeah. Knocked the living daylights out of him. Well, give me somebody that's 250 pounds playing there. By the way, is, is Tyrone Crawford retiring, Mickey? His contract, I think, is up. That's the end of that. So, I, yeah, I think he's gone. So, I, so uh, you know, it, it depends on um, – you know, he's been through a lot. Exactly. That hip surgery and whole nine yards. Two hip surgeries. Both, yeah, both of them. And mm -hmm. he, had, he had contemplated that this was it. And then after he felt better after the dual hip surgery, it's like, okay, I think I'll come back. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this here. I can't do nothing but say it. I, I was trying to figure out I'm not as intelligent as y'all. I, I, you know, I graduated from Jones High School. Hang, hang on, Nate. You know what? Yeah. Hang on to Give that Give you thought. time to – Figure think out about your words. Think I'm about not, a way to say it. Use words carefully. I have one job tonight. Let me do my job. Oh, you got to get out on time. Let me keep this thing on schedule. Think about how to say this, Nate. I got a pen if you want to write it down and make sure it comes out right, right. or I can help you right. in the break and we, can, we so can, can formulate it. I have a question. <laughs> after, after Nate has his question, I have a question that if they do bring the right players in here on defense, I still have a concern. Talked about today on yeah, our show. Yeah, yeah. Mick, you're in the building. You've been in the building a long time. Chris, you've been around a long time. Nate, I Your want you to chime in. Yes, I, I want to know. I'll tell you what I want to know when we come back. <laughs> yes, sir. You're listening yes, to sir. Cowboys Crosstalk on the huge. Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
to SWBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Yeah, check this out. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. In Frisco. Welcome back. And once again, I apologize to those guys, Zach and Eric, with the nosebleed seats. We are well over halfway through with our program. So you guys will turn it over to you right after this. I apologize for hmm. invading your space. This is the last time. I know time Zach and Eric. They cool. Big Noon got them. Yeah, they good. Got, they are cool. News they got you. They might think this is so good, they'll just give us another hour. Mm. Bleeders. We'll see. You know what? Because Nate has a question. But before we do that. No, I want to hear yours. Let's catch everybody back up to who's yeah. on the show today. Uh, Chris Arnold, catch live from 105.3 The Prince. Fan. Mm-hmm. Mickey Spagnola to my right in studio at Luther the Star. Vandrum. And right across from me is our co-host and our a special alumni player this week, Mr. Nate Newton. There we go. <laughs> and Nate just really eloquently broke it down on who all the talent is. So he's the, he's the guest. He is the guest. But he's asking all the questions. That's fine. That's the way I run it. It's easier <laughs> on me. I just get us in and out of breaks and Nate, and Nate hosts the show. But he has a great question. But you go you. to your question first. No, no. I want to hear yours. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go to mine. Right. I, I agree with what was said about the offense. I think your number one priority this offseason, sign four. Sign four, sign four, sign four. Okay? I think you have the other tools in place. I'm not making excuses because the nature of the NFL is there are injuries and every team deals with them. Your whole offensive line got wiped out this year. And you have three really good to great players that were on that offensive line. And Lyle, Tyron, and Zach that did not hit the field. Zach injured during the wide receiving core. Tight end, you went through the whole thing. Running backs, you're good. I'm with you, Nate. You got to get some defensive players. I'm okay if you go draft everything defense. Let's get the defense built up. Let's get it caught up. My question to you, Mickey, I want to go to you first. Chris, I want to hear from you next. And then, Nate, you can you can be the caboose. My worry is, Mick, and you've been around here for a long time, if you bring in the right players, th- this, this franchise – has has not had winning ways in a long time. You you have a winning season here, there. You have eight and eight seasons here, there. It's only their second losing season since 2010, by the way. That's a great stat. That's a great stat. Now, there was a lot of eight and eights. But. There's a lot of eight and eights in there. There's a lot of almost playoffs in there, too. There's oh, to, a lot of... To, to tack on to what Mickey's saying, did you mm-hmm. know that Dak Prescott has not had a losing record with the, with the Cowboys? That's another great stat. A lot of... Couple of eight and eights in there question, too. Man. Yeah, okay. Just one eight and eight. You you. What's the question? You bring the right. You bring the right players in. What what? Drafting. Either way, because they don't have any money in free agency. Free agency or drafting. Let's just say you get the right okay. the right pieces in here. All right. Is the is the you hear a lot about the culture? Are the right guys in this building that you can change? The eight and eight ways and the and the one and dones in the playoffs. Do you have enough guys? What I'm worried about is I think there's some guys on this team that want to wear the t-shirt that says beast mode to the gym, but they they want to go get on the elliptical for 15 minutes and they don't want to go lift the weights. They don't want to do the work. They want to they want the Instagram photo, but they don't want everything that goes along with it. I think there's some guys here that. They don't eat, sleep, live, die football. And I just want to know from your opinion, Mick, is can you change the culture around here with the pieces that 
will have to okay. remain here. Okay, so was there anything wrong with the culture during the three-game winning streak? I yes. think so, yes. Yes. Okay. I think it's a bigger picture. But they won. Thing. Right. So I know you don't want to name names. Right. Um, and I'm trying to figure out, you know, who we might be talking about with this culture. And I don't know how the culture on the offensive side is okay and the culture on the defensive side is not okay. So to me, culture, it just seems like a – an excuse for number one not playing well and number two not scheming the defense well okay chris do you have an opinion on yes i said last year on the air that i think in frisco up there at the star there are several guys in that locker room suffering from affluenza mm -hmm. where they felt like okay i got drafted by the cowboys or i'm a cowboy now i got a star on my helmet i have arrived as if they have won the Super Bowl. Now, not the entire locker room, but there's a few guys in there that was like, wait a minute, you haven't won anything yet. Uh, Michael Irvin said the other day, he's like, you can win the division, but that don't mean you're a champion of anything. You're a champion if you win a Super Bowl. Don't say you're the champion of the NFC East. That don't mean anything. So I got that same mentality. I think there's some guys that just need to have a fear of loss. And maybe this season showed them up because anybody can be great when times are great. During at, you know, when you're going through some advers ad adversarial situations, you know, adversity, that's when you're just going to find out their character. Um, and I, I don't really know because this season, you know, I wasn't around the locker rooms because of, because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I can't point out who got exposed, who learned their lesson. But there has to be a fear of loss because in today's world, especially today's world of Instagram, where Generation Z, it's all about, you know, the look and what social media says about you. No, it's about winning that Super Bowl ring. And I don't know if all of them feel the same way. Mick, I guess I guess what I'm my whole. You see, here, here, here's one thing that happens here, though. When you say some guys, mm -hmm. you just indicted. 25 guys on the defense. I didn't say defense. It could be all of them. It could be any well, side of the ball. The offense was pretty darn good at the start of the season. But that has nothing to do with accountability. So Tyron Smith, you think he's accountable? Yes. Zach Martin? Yes. Dak Prescott? Yes. And see, I think that's, that's, Ezekiel Elliott? That's my, yes. That's my point. The three Mick, wide receivers? I think I just want to see. I, know. I want to see some passion, and I want it to be the entire team. I think you have that from certain guys, but I don't think the whole team is bought into. I want to see them get mad. You lose, I want to see you be pissed off. I don't want you to be happy and, and, and you, you know like what, nothing happened. I'll, tell I'll them, tell them, Nate. you a question. You lived it. Tell them. I, I, I'll answer you a question. Because I was one of those guys that was so-so before – Coach Johnson got here. Mm -hmm. You know, it, I say this. If you have the talent and I can't get the talent out of you, 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 I can't use you. But in today's society, in, 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 in the uh, Sarah Cap world, a lot of times ownership and would lock themselves in with guys because they know that these guys have that passion for the game. And it's a few guys that uh, through their lack of um, through the lack of passion, 
they not, have not played up to their potential. Potential only works in college, I think. It's about performance in the pros. And you've had a few guys this year, their performance is not there, whether it's a lack of passion, a lack of, uh, uh, like Chris A, loss. There's no fear of loss. Uh, there's no fear of competition. These guys have not played up to what you've seen and what you think should be their hot, their ceiling. And so, uh, you know, we use words like culture and getting it right and this, that, and the other. But the bottom line is, fellas, and 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 uh, and I and I hope you know I don't care if I'm hurting anybody feelings. I, I know I'm telling the truth. You don't have enough quality players on defense to be competitive. Thank you. Boom. That's that's that's. It doesn't it. have anything to do with culture. Yeah, well, they, they, well, they me, just don't. Let have. me let me beg to disagree only on this point because Troy Aikman <clears throat> was talking about this when he's giving Dak Prescott a lot of props. Mm. and how Dak Prescott is worth his money because you know what you're going to get. He's the CEO of the team as a quarterback. Right. He drives hard. He's a leader. And not to throw Dwayne Haskins under the bus because he's so immature. And there's right. a lot of guys who are immature, and that's the culture. You cannot have a locker room full of Dwayne Haskins. Well, they don't. I, I didn't I, say a locker room full. I said you can't have too many of them. You can't have this, guys. This they, is, they exist, this is, Mickey. This there are people Jimmy, out there that exist that think they have arrived. And that was Dwayne Haskins' problem. He has the, the talent. But he thinks all I have to do is get my stats. And that's the wrong mentality. There are individuals that have that. And maybe when they come into the Cowboys locker room, they don't feel like, oh, I'm not going to lose my job because I got a star. No, Dwayne Haskins, this, you're fired. This, this, this is... This is what we. This is. This is what we are. Uh, they're gonna have to earn the right. Yeah. They're gonna have to earn the right uh, through competition. You know. Uh, I know Tank is passionate. Yep. I, I know Donovan Wilson is passionate. Not only because they show it, you know, on the field, but they play with it, and they perform with it. Uh, and I and I use this guy as my example because I love him. I cannot let Jordan Lewis play more than ten plays at this point. I cannot let Jordan Lewis play more than ten plays because if Jordan Lewis fear that he's going to only play ten or twelve plays, he's going to go out and give me his best ten or twelve plays. But if I let Jordan Lewis play thirty five plays, I'm gonna get a headbutt, inconsistent. I'm gonna get a blown assignment. So. It's about knowing your players, knowing what they can and cannot do. But I will go back to this. If we think we can line up with that same set of guys, it's not going to work next year either because a lot of these guys are not good enough. And that is the bottom line, whether it's a mental, whether it's physical, whether it's a scared uh, that they're not going to play. Well, I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. These guys are not good enough. Yeah, And I guess what my point was is, like, you got some great guys. You got some good character guys. I guess to me it's just, like what you said, it's passion. It's, you know, and it's how do you yeah. get the whole group to buy in? Because there are leaders. There absolutely are leaders on both sides of the ball. I just don't see it as an entire everyone is bought in and everybody has this laser focus that you see right. on some teams where it's it's all for one. And this guy – yeah, it's, it just seems like there's a few guys over here kind of doing this. When most people are doing this, I want somebody to get on those guys. Go get them and be like, get, get, get over here. Let, let. That's my I, I'll point. give you a perfect example. Hurry. Hang on. You know what? 
Give us that when you come back. I got Jeez. one job. I'm doing a good job. I don't know. We, we only got one, got one more segment. segment. We got one more go. segment. Nate. I like this discussion, though. Me too. Yeah, I do too. Very good. We're all good passionate. Points. I don't think it's the culture. <laughs> not in this. Not on this show. It's not. That's we not got the good culture. culture. Yeah. <laughs> we got yeah. good chemistry, good culture. That come in yogurt, don't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. Nate, we will get to your question when we, we come have, back. We have multi-culture. We do absolutely have that. Yeah. And what else can oh, we get to? You know what? Let's let's talk about what's next for the Dallas Cowboys and Coach McCarthy and he didn't kneel ownership the game, and, during the and game all kind of stuff. And that's probably the quote wow, of the show man. right there. All right, <laughs> we will be back for the last segment. You're listening to Cowboys Crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. WBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. 
You are one segment away from the nosebleed seats with Zach and Eric. We apologize again for being in this space. But one last time, let's do it. SWBC Mortgage Customized Solutions. To help you meet your personal and business goals, visit SWBC.com. Shannon Gross here, accompanied by Mickey Spagnola and Nate Newton in studio. Chris Arnold at 105.3 The Fan Studios. Nate Newton has one final question or thought. Maybe more than that. But the first one of this last segment, take it away. Nate. No, I don't. We had a great discussion. I'm sorry you couldn't hear it, Chris. Oh, where, man. Where, where, <laughs> or anyone else for okay. that matter. One thing about me, I've always been honest with you. I like to joke and I like to jive. And Jalen Smith's name was brought up. And the things that Jalen does on the field sometimes is annoying to fans. Uh, Jalen, I'm, I'm going to say this on, beh- on behalf of Jalen. They put him in a different position this year. Uh, he's not really the weak side linebacker. He does other things within his defense. Okay, he had some games where he played okay, and then he had some games where you, it was obvious he wasn't playing well. He's ultra enthusiastic, and his interviews are like none other we've seen around here. I don't know. I guess you got to go. I don't know. Y'all guys been around long. Who, who would interview like this guy? I don't know. But it's very annoying, and people are scared that this guy will influence other guys. Well, Mick was telling me all fair that he doesn't influence other guys. He does basically his own thing. That is good to know. So that's the guy that most everybody fears is how would Jalen Smith uh, conduct himself doing coming into this offseason. I pray that he conduct himself in in, in, a, in an orderly fashion. But the other guys, I will say this right here, and him included, they are not good enough. They're gonna have to go out and draft. Or get in free agency, players that can be competitive and come in here and drive these other guys. And that fear that Chris talks about is truly real. Yeah, and I agree about Jalen. Uh, the way I want to chalk it up, I spent a little time with him before the pandemic, and he keeps on his interviews. He keeps talking as if you know he's Rudy and he's overcome all these obstacles. Yeah, we know that. But you haven't played well the last two years. And that's what everybody's trying to focus on. But yet you keep talking like a motivational speaker. And it doesn't match with the game that you just got through playing. So I think he needs to get his message right. Because I don't know if he does that in the locker room at all. I I, I think he's a different person. It's kind of like when Coach Garrett speaks. Everybody knows that Coach Garrett in front of the microphone is a completely different guy. He's giving you coach speak. Jason Garrett, as the human being, is a fun guy. Right. He is a cool guy. Right. He's a, but when you put him in front of that microphone, he's giving you robot answers. And I'm wondering if Jason, excuse me, if, J, if Jalen Smith in front of a microphone is giving you motivational speeches, completely oblivious. And that's why it sounds, it sounds like he's delusional because right. it's completely oblivious than the way that he played out there. Do you, do you guys realize this defense? And the majority of the guys are still out there. Finished 11th last year in the league. Mm-hmm. Well, that should have said for, to our coaches, don't change anything. <laughs> right. Well, well especially during the pandemic. That one morning when, when I think the guys asked Jerry about regrets or things you would do over, he said, knowing what we know now going into a pandemic – and how we wouldn't have an off season, we kept the offense consistent, kept the same coordinator, right? Mm-hmm. And we had consistency on offense. 
we changed too much on defense and we didn't have time to change and get everything straight. And that's probably the biggest mistake they made because they started, they came in here and said, we're going to fit our scheme to the players. Well, right. all of a sudden they started fitting players to the, to scheme. the scheme. Exactly. Right. And, you know, they messed around with that 3-4, which they didn't have the personnel to play a 3-4. They have four down linemen. When they needed a third linebacker, <clears throat> they tried to use a defensive end standing up instead of a mobile linebacker. And I think that led to some of the problems. If you listen to DeMarcus Lawrence today, when he was asked the question, uh, and he said, you know, we had some veteran guys who, who had figured it out, but there were some guys, young guys, they were asked to do a lot of different things, and it wasn't working. And he said, and Mike Nolan was man enough to adapt and change some things that last part of the season where everybody understood what they needed to do better and were playing better. So, again, I everybody wanted to run Jeff Heath out, right? Mm-hmm. Jeff Heath's a pretty good player. Yeah, that's the Raiders. He, he went someplace else. The GOAT. Byron Jones would get criticized for no, you know, no interceptions, mm-hmm. but he was pretty steady over there, right? Good cover corner. I'm trying to think of who else they lost. They lost Anthony Hitchens. Hitchens. Anthony Hitchens. Well, no, not Damian Lewis. No, 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 no. Not those guys were been gone. Oh, you talking about this year. They, this year? they lost. They lost the defensive tackle, right? Um, 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 Malik Malik Collins. Malik Collins. But you know what? Pretty good player. Those two guys that we talked about earlier. Robert Quinn. Are are stalwarts in what they do in Kansas City. The the bottom line is this, and I'm going to continue to say it until we do something about it. Our defense does not have to be great, but it has to be good. If they can keep those turnovers one or two a game and stop the run, our offense can light it up. No, I know Our that. Oh, I got you. But you can't score 30 to 40 points a game to have to win. And the last 14 games they've won, eight last year, six this year, they scored at least 30 points in every one of them. Sometimes you got to win a game 19-17, right? You know what I'm going to I've been saying this how many years, Shannon? I know. One thing about it, you can sell out on one side of the football and win. But but that point of where you're selling out has to be able to control the game. Yeah. And even with no Dak, I said to myself, if Coach Keller Moore and the offensive line coach get together – they still can set tempo to games. But not because, having to play four quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I understand that. I understand it. But once we got the backup quarterback, which is, is, is Dalton, I hope he signed back with us. I hope Dalton signed back with us. And I'm putting a mark out on him for 31 other teams. You don't touch this dude. He ain't no good. Yeah, he <laughs> so he signed back with us. Right. So but I'm just being honest. Don't it, cost the guy money. Yeah, now. Come but on. We ain't costing money. That dude going to make all type of money. He's going to coach TCU in the, in the <laughs> general league. Come on. He's going to make all type of money. Just like Keller Moore going to make all type of money. with that so, third down throw. Yeah, that, was so, a, that was a million dollar pass. Brother, <laughs> this, we, we, Y'all, I'm going to say this right quick, Mike. You need another show? If we show? get three defensive <laughs> players and two of them be up on your front line and one of them be at linebacker, 
you 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 can get back in this thing. Yep. Quickly. Yep. But you can't be shy about spending the money. Well, you, you know don't what? Talk to Mickey before that. They <laughs> probably not going to have a lot of money. As a matter of fact, when Stephen did his hey, interview two, one today, one person you got to sign. That's Dak. Everybody else signed. Let's go. There you go. That's Nate's recipe to success. Dak, sign Dak. Except, except the salary cap is going to shrink twenty five. That's all right. Just dollars. for one year. Jones, I took a loss when I bought. There's a the hundred billion reasons now. coming down. Oh, the road. I thought you were going to say you took a Mickey, loss. Mickey, it has been a pleasure. Thank you for joining. <laughs> that was us. fun. Nate, that was good banner. It is always a pleasure always. to have you on the show. Thanks for being our Prince special Michael alumni Jackson, guest, Chris Arnold. One show. Good seeing you, yes, man. Sir. We don't get to see y'all yes, enough. Sir. See you, Chris. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Chris. Last time this year, we'll see you. Stay tuned for the Nosebleeds. No, we'll take for the last time. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!